Hi, Audrey. Welcome back to UltimateDallas.com. It's always great to talk to you. Um, first of all, happy birthday. Uh, yesterday was your birthday. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, how, how did you celebrate? I know that Dallas was on last night. That was a nice little gift. Yes. And, well, I really had a, a wonderful birthday. First of all, my mom flew in to, to visit me. She was traveling. I was traveling. So she made a surprise visit. So she came here to spend my birthday with me. And it was really fun because I opened up, I woke up in the morning, I opened up my computer to check my email, looked on AOL, and I opened it up and there was my face on the AOL top cover story. And so I went, from? <laughs> and it was, it was just such a, I mean, it was an awesome birthday gift, honestly. And uh, then they had like, you know, uh, 42 pictures of my style through the years and picked one of my gowns as like a top look. And it was really, really, it was fun. It was really nice and it was very complimentary. You know, you never know how those things will turn out. So right. all in all, it was really nice. <laughs> all the way from the beginning up through and your sister as well. Um, yes, it was really cute. There were a lot of great pictures of Judy and me together, and I hadn't seen so many of those photos, so it was really fun to. I was looking at that. I was looking at it at work, and people were looking over. Are you doing your work? I said, Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm doing my other job here. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of birthdays, actually, Ultimate Dallas turns 15 next month, and you were actually one of the first interviews that. Uh, they did on the website. It's amazing how time oh. does fly. Oh my goodness. 15 wow. Years. Happy birthday to you guys too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And we got quite a few questions in this uh, last few days for you. Um, we'll start with Duke in London. He was, uh, he says hello and uh, wonders, uh, have you been watching the new show and what do you think? Well, I've been watching it and I think it's really um, exciting, and I think the writing is awesome, and um, I think that they really captured the essence of it very, very well. I really do. So I think it's, I, I think it's great because it appeals to so many different people. And the ratings have been uh, been doing well too for a cable show, which is incredible. Um, yeah. And. Um, Mark, Marco mentions uh, that you were in the re one of the reunion movies, J.R. Returns, and yes. there's actually some suggestion, though nothing concrete, that those movies have been erased from the canon of the, of the show. Do you think it's okay to change some of the past to create some of these stories? Um, you know, I think that change is good. Um, I think that it's great to update it, but I think that... Um, you don't want to lose the essence of the stories and the characters. And, um, you know, from my personal point of view, I think it would be so cool to play upon the fact that I had a daughter who was palling around with J.R.'s son and Bobby's son in the reunion movie. And so it would, I think it would be a really uh, neat surprise for the audience, for especially for next season, to have uh, my daughter and me uh, appear if, if in fact my daughter hasn't already shown up. It's a big mystery, you know. <laughs> and it's it's a package deal. Mother's got to come with the daughter. That's that's what we would like to see. Well, I think she should show up at least to check on her child. You know. <laughs> right. 
Now, some some fans are speculating that uh, Christopher's wife, Rebecca, is Afton's child, which he met her already. Wouldn't he know that? So do you have any thoughts on whether she could be? Well, you know, I think that there is a really, there's a, uh, it certainly could be part of the storyline uh, because their Afton's daughter was named Rebecca. And they sort of left it very uh, mysterious in the uh, the reunion movie that we just talked about. Um, but there was that unspoken thing that it was Cliff's daughter. You right, know? The, the look between and, the two uh, of you. Yeah, so I think that even if, if he didn't acknowledge it when he met her, maybe there's some sort of a plot going on, you know? Which mm-hmm. is so typical for Dallas. You don't know what to expect uh, from one episode no, to the next. No, you really don't. Mm-hmm. Especially last night when uh, when Marta right out right out the window there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Last year on Ultimate Dallas, um, you had mentioned that you had been in possible talks with TNT. Is anything materialized, or are we gonna wait till Nothing next season? Nothing that I can really confirm at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, I, I hate to be so evasive, but I, you know, nothing has really, really been confirmed enough for me to be able to tell you guys. But if there are any updates, I will tell you guys first. You certainly have the way of doing the Dallas interviews down. You can't give too much away, and you're very, very good at that. A lot of practice, I guess, <laughs> over the years. So yeah, uh, that's kind of. I know Annie on the website uh, hopes that uh, you, you do make a mysterious appearance in the finale. I guess you're, you'd have to tell her to just wait, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, that would be the best advice. Watch it straight through to the end. And, uh, and as much as, <clears throat> you know, I mean, we're all pretty active now on, on Twitter and Facebook and all that. And believe it or not, the producers do pay attention to that. So the more they, you know, hear from the fans of, about what they want and who they want to see in the show, I think they will be responsive because, after all, you know, they want the show to be a hit and, and continue to be a success. And right. I think that, I mean, for me, for selfish reasons, of course, I want to be there. You know, I loved the whole show and I loved my character and, you know, it would be an awesome uh, place to be. Um, but I think also for many of the fans, it would be a nice connection to keep some of the older audience that had seen the original. You know? Right. And it would just expand the audience a little more. Where do you see Afton in 2012? I think that Afton has, uh, well, last time we saw her, she left Cliff and was on her own. Um, and I think that she's smart enough you have probably affiliated herself with some uh, powerful people in her own world. And, uh, I mean, it would be very cool to see her come back and to actually be a, um, a considerable player in all of this, uh, in the business aspect, you know, to come back and actually have an impact right. on what's happening, not just as, you know, you know, years ago, she was the young, struggling 
singer and somewhat of a gold digger at times. And she didn't want um, to be with Cliff because he was a loser at the time. <laughs> but she stuck by him. She that did? Was the, that was the thing. That was the, a really redeeming quality of her. She really did stick by him. And, Especially uh, during those dark through, times, yeah. Yeah, she was the one who was there throughout all of his craziness and philandering and everything that he did. She stuck by him. Right. And so... What kind of a relationship would, would you think Afton would have with her, her brother? I know he was always the righteous, you know, earn every penny and the you know, struggle mm -hmm. and the, and um, how, how would you see their relationship having evolved? I think that probably they would not have been in touch for years. I mean, most definitely Afton would have done something that alienated him completely because he was, as you said, so self-righteous and... Um, rigid in his thinking, you know? And so I think that probably Afton and Mitch parted ways years ago, and if there were a reunion between the two of them, I think it would be very um, cold and strained. And that seems to reflect, you know, in society, sadly, a lot of, a lot of families in this day and age that go through that, mm -hmm. where they just don't get along and they just, you know, drift apart. Um, yeah. yeah. Kelly in Dublin says you really seem to have a lot going on. What what keeps you motivated, and how do you do? You consider yourself an ambitious person? I think um, I do have a lot going on. I always do <laughs> um, because I love to be creative, um, and I love to. I, I can't say that I've ever, ever, ever in my life been bored. Because I seem to fill every moment, even if it's downtime, I'm writing, creating. So um, I do a lot. And I don't know if ambitious is the right word because I don't want it to be in a negative connotation. It's just that I'm, I, I really um, love what I do and I have a need to be creative. So I have my uh, fashion collection, which actually is on QVC in the U.K., Mm -hmm. um, called the Lander Star Collection, which my mom and I <clears throat> created, I think, 2008. And yeah. uh, we premiered all over uh, Europe. We're now going to be in Italy and um, the Netherlands and uh, the U.S. Uh, upcoming for the next year. So, I mean, there are lots of exciting things with our fashion, and that's one thing. And I'm extremely busy <laughs> Um, mentoring my son, Daniel Landers. Who actually popped onto the phone earlier before you were, while you were on the other line. Yes, I was on a business call finishing up on my cell phone, and he said, Mom, it's your interview. <laughs> I said, can you pick it up, please, please. Yeah, so, um, it was nice meeting him back in uh, back at the barbecue in 2008. Seems like he really, really gotten, uh, seems more, more mature than... Uh, the average person that, how old was he in 2008? About like 15 or so, he seems. Oh my God, he was like 14 or 15, right? Yeah, he seemed, seemed very, uh, like a very mature 14, 15 year old. Um, yeah. What's your, what is your relationship? Uh, Sinead once was wondering what your relationship was like with him. Do you ever worry about him? My son? Yeah. You know, I'm really blessed. I have two amazing boys. Daniel, who you're talking about, is uh, they're twins, my boys. That's right. And Daniel is uh, 
the ultimate artist. I mean, he's a musician, an amazing singer, and a, an even more amazing songwriter. So, you know, he's very, very talented in those areas. And uh, because of that, you know, we have been very close because I mentor him a lot in his music and songwriting. And, um, you know, we have a lot in common with our interests, and he's performed with me all over the world. So, you know, we have a great relationship in that sense. And yet my other son and I couldn't be any closer. We have, a, a, you know, equally as wonderful a relationship. We're like all really good friends. And he is um, an economics major. So, I mean, his interests are, their interests are completely diverse. And yet, you know, we all have, uh, we're very, very close now. Oh, that's... And that's really what drives me more than anything. That's the most important thing in my life. Right. My it's... family. Family as it, as it should be. Um, Clive... And I have a husband that we've been married now 24 years. So. <laughs> 24 years. That's, that's definitely a long time. Maybe, maybe you'll approach uh, the length of, uh, like, Patrick, Patrick Duffy and... Uh, his wife, uh, 40 years, and there's some oh. there's some longevity in these uh, Dallas marriages. Uh, <laughs> and Larry and my, uh, over yeah. 50 years. So Incredible. It is. Yeah. It's very unusual in this day and age in any business, you know? That's true. That's true. It's, uh, mm -hmm. You always hear about the divorces and the things, and it's a testament to a strong marriage. It's great. Clive in New York was wondering... Um, have you ever looked yourself up on Google and read the comments and things that come up? You know, I haven't really done too much of that because I've, you know, I've learned in the past that some of the comments can be pretty uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I haven't. Well, I, I would now. I will though. <laughs> you have to have a now thick skin in that business, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. And, um, you, and were, you can't believe everything you read, you know. <laughs> that's true. So, so a lot of a lot of times they uh, do stretch the truth and play around with it and pick out certain things and take things out of context. Um, you were talking about the, your music, um, and Henry uh, from the forum said that he loves your music, and he's actually asking a question that that I've brought up in several online question and answer things is. Um, at the barbecue, you mentioned you were going to do a CD of the Dallas music at some point. Um, do you... Yeah, boy, time flies. <laughs> I'm working on it now. <laughs> so is that is that still in the pipeline? Or? It is, actually. It is. I've been traveling a great deal this year, but uh, when I get back to my uh, hometown, and my boys are both back in college, they're home for the summer, um, I'm going to definitely start uh, working on it with my band. And it would be a great way to, um, with the new show, it would obviously be a great way to tie in and capitalize on uh, some publicity, especially if you get True. back for the second season. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. And speaking of the second season, I would have a question from Marie in Barcelona. She was wondering, how, how would you write uh, Afton back into the show? How would I write her back into the show? I think I would have her um, 
I think that you would have to fly through a door in total anger because Cliff has once again done something that was totally crazy and inconsiderate, and she would have to just show up in in, in a very uh, in a, a very big way. I don't think Afton would just kind of sneak in or just quietly show up. She would have to come in. You know, with, a, with like a storm. <laughs> As she often often did, she just had that look when she came in the room. You knew when she was angry. <laughs> yeah, because Cliff was always doing something that was really, really, uh, you know, outrageous. It was always, and it was always about it was always about it was always about going after Jr. He yeah. obsessed his life. Right. Um, and what is your relationship like with uh, Ken? I see you two talking back and forth on Twitter a lot, and uh, and uh, yeah, we're really, really good friends. Um, and uh, of course, you know, with everybody's busy lives, we don't always see one another as often as we'd like. But we're friends, and and uh, he has a, a, a beautiful daughter, and uh, I think that Daniel and his daughter have you know been in touch and. You know, it's a really, it's very, very, uh, it's it's nice because we share so much of the old times, you know? Right, right. And I, I see the two of you talking about hope, hoping you get back to working together on the show and everything like that. I've, mm-hmm. I've even seen Morgan Brittany popping up on there. A lot of the former cast members seem like they, they'd be willing to jump back in and if they were asked. Oh, yeah, it was a- you know, it's a, it's it was a great show. It was a wonderful time in my life. I mean, I was on the show. I think it spanned over eight years' time. All my episodes between, you know, I took a couple of breaks here and there for a year or so when I, like, did the movie chorus line. And right. uh, but I always came back to the show, and the character always evolved, and it was um, wonderful. And now that you see how great the writing is, you know, one is less skeptical. In the beginning, it was like, oh, my goodness, how are they going to do this? Is it going to be cheesy or, you know? But I think that the writers and producers today have captured the essence of the show. And um, I think that the audiences are, are hungry for that again. Right. And so, yeah, it would be great to be a part of something that is so well produced and written. And having a woman in charge, too, obviously, it changes the way that they view women on the show. I know they were always reactors to the to the men on the show back in the original series so they seem more empowered now in the new series just looking at sue ellen too oh yeah definitely well what would you say um made afton such a popular character i think that the audiences um empathized with her that she was in love with a guy who really, you know, was pretty much of a loser character and had many faults and flaws, as we all do, and yet she, her character, uh, stayed with him and tried to help him and tried to um, become a better person than she was when she first showed up in Dallas. And so I think that the audiences can relate to that, someone who struggles with their own faults and flaws and insecurities and is able to you know, move on in life and better herself. Right, and after a certain point, you obviously had had enough of Cliff's games, and you 
you left him right after Bobby was shot, and you just walked out the door, and then you had that. Right, it was it showed a certain strength of the character too that you know she could only take so much, and she was not going to be uh, stepped on anymore. That's right, and then you had that sleazy guy that you ended up with in Biloxi or wherever it was that uh, blackmailed Cliff for the money and. <laughs> at the end of your last appearance. Um, what about... Um, Calvin was wondering what your relationships were like with Leonard Katzman and Phil Capice during the time that you were there. They were amazing. They were like father figures. They were just uh, great, caring men, both of them. And, um, you know, Lenny was more involved in the day-to-day activities as he was you know a writer and a producer as well and directed and so um but both of them were just really terrific terrific warm caring as i said father like figures to me and speaking of some of the people you used to work with uh yeti from the forum was um wondering if you had any any stories about some of the uh some of your former cast members that you worked with, like um, she wanted to start with uh, Priscilla Pointer. What were your thoughts on her? Oh, she was, a, you know, a really talented actress, and it was great to work with her. Um, you know, uh, was, you know, we didn't work together a ton. You know, we worked together several times, and as I said, she's just a really wonderful um, actor. Mm-hmm. And how about um, John Beck? So handsome, my goodness. <laughs> With that mustache. <laughs> so dashingly handsome. <laughs> um, and, of course, um, seems you can't have a Dallas interview without someone wondering um, what it was like to work with uh, Victoria Principal. I know you two shared a lot of scenes over the years. We did. You know, it was always funny how the press always made it seem like we were also competitive on the show. But, you know, she is a beautiful woman and always was. And uh, I think she was, you know, she was there from the beginning. And um, we really got along very well. Um, And uh, we had a respect for each other. And uh, I enjoyed doing scenes with her. She was always very professional. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you could bring Pam back, how would you bring her back? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, that's a tough one. I think you'd have to ask the writers, because that would be like uh, like saying the first 12 years never happened. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's true. We're certainly not going to bring her back in the, you know, in the shower and Bobby wakes up this right. time. But no. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ina in Sweden was wondering, looking back on your days on Dallas, um, she would lo- was wondering what um, what some of the you know positive best days were, and if you had a day that didn't go so well on the on the set or something like. Um, hmm. You know, well. I guess probably one of the best days ever was one of the first days that I was on the show when I was written in originally for one or two episodes. Was that when you had to go right to bed with JR? 
Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. First scene ever. Hi, nice to meet you. Jump in bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I was obviously a little bit intimidated and nervous, and so um, during the lunch break, I just went back. Everybody cleared the, the uh, studio, and I kind of hung around and found myself a quiet corner that actually had a piano in it. And so I just, because I like to write and play and sing, it was something that I felt would, you know, calm my nerves a little bit for the afternoon shoot. And so I went to the corner of this darkened uh, studio and started playing and singing and, you know, thinking nobody was there. And then out of the blue, Leonard Katzman walked by. I guess maybe he was just walking by with his lunch in his hand, you know, mm-hmm. and heard me. And he said, oh, that's great. I didn't know you sang and... You know, and then sure enough, Afton was written in for many more episodes as a recurring character and as a singer. And so that was really a fortuitous moment that I had, you know, just thinking I was alone. (laughs) That's true. So So that was a really good one. Relaxation and music is nice. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Carol from the forum just was wondering, you know, Dallas was on so long ago, and it was, you know, it was a part of your life. Do you, do you ever get sick of talking about it, or sometimes want to escape the shadow of Afton, or is it just a part of you? Oh, no, I, I never get tired of talking about Dallas. It was a wonderful time. Um, <clears throat> I've done many, many things in my life since, <laughs> and, um, you know, it just—it was altogether a great experience, and and I know how much it meant to so many people. I mean, I have so many uh, fans that will come up to me and say, "Oh, you know, those Friday nights were so special to me," and you know, whether it was with a loved one or someone who is no longer with them, and then what great memories they had watching together, and you know, so I mean, I I love every minute of it. And have your have your sons seen the show? Um... I know you, you brought Daniel down to the uh, to the barbecue, and uh, what was it like for him to come into that world and just see what you're... Uh... You no, know, when I've asked him about it, he always says to me that, you know, I had talked about the show and about the impact it had on so many people for so many years, and yet he said that he never could have imagined the excitement that it generated unless he had been there at that reunion with me. And, you know, he wasn't supposed to even come with me. And it was really funny because my mom and I went and we arrived and at like midnight. And um, we realized how exciting it really would be. And Daniel had already been on tour with me in many places. And I felt, oh, my goodness, he's not here with me. This just doesn't feel right. So we called him up from the hotel. And uh, I said, oh, Daniel, I'm really sorry that you're not here. You really would have loved this. He said, you know, Mom, I just booked a flight. I used a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you did? And I had to have, and so the next morning at 7 a.m., I had somebody, you know, from home drive him to the airport, walk him onto the plane, <laughs> and my mom met him at Dallas Airport, you know, the mid-morning the next day. You know, and picked him up. <laughs> Very resourceful. So, I, I knew there was something we liked about him. Very resourceful there. <laughs> yes. I, oh, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's great. So, that, that really is yeah. great. And obviously it was great um, 
seeing everybody again. I know you talked how you didn't really get to see, you know, d despite the way the barbecue turned out, it was probably great to just catch up with the cast and everything. And um, I, know I thought we, it was terrific. I know we saw the on the DVD that uh, was released, they had an uncut bonus footage of the uh, the dinner that you all had at the House of Blues that night. And um, that was just great. Just, just seeing the conversations you all were having with each other and catching up was a really great treat for us to be able to see as well. I have something terrible I have to tell you. I have not seen it. You have not seen it? Oh. No, I haven't seen the DVD. I'm gonna to have to go buy one right away. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna to have to get try to get that to you somehow. That was, <laughs> but if you look for the bonus footage, it was just great for us to be able to just see what you all do, just with each other and just the interaction. It was great. Um, well, I'm now I'm now I'm really curious, and I know that all these years later, Daniel would probably love to see it too, and my other son who was not there, so. Right. I will definitely have to go get a copy of it. And um, you touched on it briefly as we just get ready to wrap up here. Um, what other projects do you have coming up? Um, well, you know, now that we have a chance, I am going to do that, um, the CD of some of the music I did on Dallas plus some new songs, and I am going to do that. And now that I have said it again in public, it has to happen because I'll have too many angry people if I don't do it. You'll see, steal me away on the charts. <laughs> yeah, so I am going to do that. <laughs> and um, But already in the works, I have, um, you know, my fashion collection, which I designed, and uh, producing my son's music, which is really, really a full-time and exciting venture until we move him on to a label mm -hmm. and um that'll be a new and exciting time in many ways then i can get back to thinking of me <laughs> <laughs> and uh i have a, a project of my own which i'm now also shopping to the network so oh excellent you know? i know oh, they were yeah, so i know at one point they were shooting uh weren't they doing a reality show at one point i didn't oh yes we were you know what we, were, we did it, we agreed to it in the beginning, and then as we got into it, we just decided as a family, because it was my whole family involved, right. my, my mom, my sister and her girls, you know, we just felt that mm, it wasn't really our personality. They just wanted to change us and make us controversial in ways that we really are not. And um, we said, you know, we're, <sighs> my son is, serious about his career. He doesn't need this kind of stuff, you know. And so we just bowed out of it gracefully and said, no, we're not reality people. <laughs> well, that's that's great. There's, I think there's too much reality on television anyway. It's it's becoming overkill. And it's not, rea and it's not it, real. None so of it is real. I mean, you know, it's just how, how um, sensational can you get? You right. know, how far can you push the limits? And it's you know, that's it's, not it's what fun. it's about. You know, we're serious about our crafts, our careers, and, you know, our talents and our art. And and so, you know, that was basically was the, the impetus for us to say, mm, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> A lot of that is faux reality, as I call it. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, do you have any, uh, do you want to plug some uh, websites up here that uh, maybe for yourself or Daniel uh, so we can 
check out sure. some of the works? I mean, definitely. I would love, you know, to get as many Facebook fans as I can mm-hmm. to my Audrey Landers page. Um, I have a lot of people friend requesting me on my personal page, but I don't even open that, so that's kind of pointless. <laughs> and so, yeah, my fan page, my Twitter, Audrey Landers, and of course, Daniel is uh, on Twitter as well, and mm-hmm. he has a really cool website, and it's uh, DanielLandersOfficial.com. Official. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, I think we've... We've been following both of you on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I get all your tweets. I love this. I'm following you guys. Okay, excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and so actually, is Daniel. Oh, good. I'll I'll send a shout out uh, after. Yeah, um, Daniel's Twitter is Daniel underscore Landers. But if you go to his website, you'll see all of the stuff: his YouTube mm-hmm. channel and his um, Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. And I have my own website, too, they could check out. But, again, it has a little funky thing. It's audrey-landers.com. Dashes and underscores, got to keep them straight. Yeah. No, when he's underscore, I'm dash. He's underscore, you're dash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, my, um, my, you, know, my, you know, people, you know, I can't get my own name. Crazy. It's, that is crazy. And uh, <laughs> one last thing for me is that, um, interesting, I went to the uh, premiere of the, they were doing premieres of the New Dallas series around the country, and I went to the one in Boston, because I'm up in Boston, and um, uh-huh. sitting next to me ended up being the person that started the Facebook page to get you back on Dallas. You met that person? Yes, I did. Oh, what a sweet, I mean, I have not met him at all, I just, you know, I saw the page and I was really pleased and, and, you know, it was really, really a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he hopes you get back on there because we know Cliff is coming back next season. So, right. um, but you'll let us know if anything, uh, does come up. Um, I will let you know the minute I'm allowed to tell you anything. I promise. 